Good morning and welcome to MANA. I'm Pastor Ron here at Lighthouse. Thrilled that you have chosen to join me. Um, We're in Proverbs chapter 30 as we wrap up this book. Um, But before we get any further, let's jump into this thing called prayer and we'll ask the Lord to bless our time together. Father, that is exactly what we long for, is we want to be blessed by you. We want your favor. And so, Lord, how do we find your favor? is we know your son and we trust your son we follow your son we embrace the truth of the word of god um the because it was the word that became flesh (laughs) that's what you did to rescue us because that's what it would take is a god who said i will become like you and so we rejoice in that lord so help us to draw near to you in your word today Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. So Proverbs chapter 30, we know is um, the wisdom that a father gives to his son. The father's name refers to one who is pious, um, one who is gracious, one who is a patient teacher, if you will. And the son is one who is a collector. Man, I'm interested. I I don't want to... I don't want to refuse time with dad. I want all that I can get with him. And, and of course, um, one of the things that we know about in the book of Proverbs, as it's given to us in chapter 4, is the writer of Proverbs, Solomon, talks about his father's instruction in chapter 4. And so who's Solomon's father? Well, it's David. And so how does he wrap up, summarize the uh, the purpose of wise counsel, wisdom in your life, when he says, get wisdom, get insight, do not forget, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will keep you. Love her, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding or get insight. Uh, but this is, this is how it concludes. That chapter, chapter 4, says this. So it's David speaking to Solomon, my son, Be attentive to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight, keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech, and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward, and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. Was the final counsel, if you will, that David provided for, for Solomon, and Solomon wrote it down. Um, we know because of the behavior of Solomon's sons, Rehoboam, um, he didn't follow that kind of wisdom. He was a wicked man, a selfish man, an arrogant man, would not receive counsel from those who were wise counselors. Uh, but so what's, what's the point of, is, is there an instruction for us? And, and I truly do believe this because is it possible that just the names have been changed, um, that Solomon wants the truth of what he learned from his dad to be communicated to us 
in this Proverbs chapter 30, well, whether it is Solomon or whether it's Agur, as it says, they're teaching, saying, this is what I learned from my dad, man, I want to impart that to you. And so let's learn from them today. So we're going to pick back up uh, verse five real quick, says every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. God protects those who seek him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. This is be guarded. Just receive what God has written. Embrace that. Hold that true. Um, don't add your own opinion. Um, it, you know, change it to make it fit according to what you want it to say. No, that will prove you to be a liar. So let's go on and let's see this counsel that we get from this son of one who is pious, um, whether it's Solomon or whether it's Agur. Let's listen. Two things I ask of you. Deny them not to me before I die. So let's keep life simple. We'll narrow it down to two things. One, remove far from me falsehood and lying. So one is... Keep me from being a liar. Two is keep me from being seduced by liars. Even myself. Help me to be careful that I don't lie to myself. We're going to get into hopefully more of this chapter, and you'll see how you can easily slip into lying to yourself, which means justifying sin in your life as though it's acceptable, and I can live with it, and it's not that bad of a thing, or whatever it might be. No, keep me from those things. The number two is give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Simply, it says, Lord, I don't want to become overly wealthy where I'm not dependent upon you, and I don't want to be so poor that I have to sin in order to be able to provide for me and, and for those around me as it may be. But may my desire in all of life be content with you, that I would be satisfied with you, Jesus. That's where I'd find my satisfaction. Um, and I don't, I don't need the things of the world, and I know you will pr protect me from the things of this world as well. So let's go on, verse 10. Do not slander a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be held guilty. So here's some wise instruction for us. First and foremost, it just says, be careful about what you say about others and especially to who you say them to. But, but it's so important that we guard what comes from our mouths um, because we don't know the whole of everything. Um, so let's, let's keep going. Let's go on to verses 11 through 14. This is speaking about a generation. This is speaking about the character of your influence and what it does have. Um, as Solomon, I, I truly do believe it's Solomon writing because he's noticing the behavior of his sons because, unfortunately, his sons didn't receive whatever instruction he may have given them, or maybe he was so distracted with all of his education and acquiring wealth and, and wisdom and pleasure that he neglected something most important, the simplicity of life of teaching your sons, your daughters well. So let's look at these generations. Verse 11. Verse 11 says, There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. They're defiant. 
There are those who are clean in their own eyes, but are not washed of their filth. They're indifferent. There are those how lofty are their eyes and how high their eyelids lift. They're arrogant or full of pride. And then, of course, there are those whose teeth are swords, whose fangs are knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, the needy from among mankind. Whoa, what type of people are these? Well, these are people that aren't willing to listen to the instruction of authority in their lives. And so they become defiant. And once they're defiant, they they can't acknowledge their sin. They don't want to acknowledge their sin, so they're indifferent to it. And then, of course, it just says, how lofty are their eyes. They're full of pride in themselves. Look at what I've accomplished. And the reality is, is pride goes before not a fall, but destruction. And then the last one was, these are the There are those whose teeth are swords, whose fangs are knives to devour the poor from off the earth, the needy from among mankind. They're oppressive. They come with an attitude of, you owe me because this is who I am. Wow. Oh, that I would not be so vulnerable to get sucked into that type of lifestyle because it sucks it right out of you. Watch this. Verse 15, the leech has two daughters. Give, give. So never satisfied. There are three things that are never satisfied, four that never say enough. Sheol, which is hell, the barren womb, a land never satisfied with water, and the fire that never says enough. That just says, I'm all about getting me and I can't get enough as compared to those that are satisfied only in Jesus The eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be plucked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by the vultures. They're blind to self-destruction. They're blind to the fact that there's a consequence that's coming and it's going to be devastating. Then we're going to get into the three things and the four things. And so we're going to do that um, next week. So thank you for joining me. And hopefully we'll wrap up Proverbs chapter 30 next week. God bless you all.